guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Couchcast edition. We're back, guys. It's weird not having Couchcast every week. I know. Also, I went back and listened to an old Couchcast recently, yeah. and I didn't say the Couchcast edition <laughs> yet, and I like felt so lost. I was like, where is my little tagline? funny. So, oh, man. Anyways. Okay. Let's jump in today. I'm going to pick a number so we can figure out what we're talking about today. Kristen is the keeper of our list. So I'm going to go with number 10. That's a good round number. Number 10. Well, if I'll scroll here. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, she's giving me a look, Uh, you guys. Okay, this is is a doozy. All right. Number 10. Yes. What do I do when I find out the person I'm dating cheated in their last relationship? Whew. I understand the look now. Yep. There you go. So, Bethany, kick us off. What would you do? Wow. Well, first I will say I have never been cheated on. So this would be, I don't know, this would be different territory as far as like finding that someone had cheated previously. Um, I think if you've been cheated on previously and you find out that the person you're with now did, I can see that being more of an immediate deal breaker and I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with that I don't either um I think there's a range of reactions here but if that's something that you know you couldn't deal with the constant wondering the you know if you couldn't get past constantly wondering or constantly like second guessing every little thing he said then I would say just break it off if you need to I don't think you have to but I don't think there's anything wrong if you need to um But I do think there needs to be discussion, not in the particulars, (laughs) Um, but I think my first question, and you would know this depending on your situation, is like, okay, we're dating, you were a believer, were you then? Mm -hmm. That was my first thing. Okay, yeah. And I think there are a few questions. Were you a believer when it happened? How long ago was it? Mm -hmm. Because your last relationship could be last year or five years ago. Right. And it's almost like, not like it's the exact same thing, but how we've talked about before with talking about your sexual history, Mm -hmm. not in detail, obviously we're not recommending that. Um, At least not when you're figuring out if you want to keep dating this person. But my questions are, okay, what are your views on, let's say he has had sex before. What are your views on that now? Uh Do you regret it? Have you repented? Have you ceased to fall into that temptation Mm -hmm. again? Those kinds of questions. So if he has cheated, okay, well, what are your thoughts on it now? Do you regret it? Have you repented? Have you, you know, do you, what are you doing to make sure that you're not putting temptations in place to make you want to do that again? Things like that. Mm -hmm. I think one thing I would want to know too is, and I don't know this for sure. I think I would want to know though, were you caught or was this something that you were, you realized, you know, if you were a believer, you were convicted about that this is wrong and, you know, you repented and sought forgiveness and moved forward from that. Or was it more of a, oh, I got caught. So now I got to do it. I got to do it to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like that kind That's of thing. I think point. that would be something that I would be, um, I would want to know. But at the same time, I think, I'll just say this. There is grace. There is forgiveness. This is not a sin that God doesn't forgive. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Yes. But it's not something that 
has a special set of circumstances. And so if you can, if you can work through it, if he, like you were saying, if his view now is right, is what it should be, then I think you can cautiously move forward. I think it's wise to have boundaries in place. Like I know, um, couples and mostly married who the wife or the husband never has never spends time alone with someone of the opposite sex who's not their spouse Mm -hmm. even if it's just in a working environment or if like billy graham rule yeah they're both places or both um ministries or churches i've worked for that was a policy like you were not allowed to be alone meal car whatever with someone of the opposite sex if one or both of you is married which i just think is a wise thing to do always absolutely and i mean i think this comes down to like at work okay if you're working on a project and someone's in your office and you're working on things okay leave all the doors open you know people are coming and going that you stay above reproach and so Mm -hmm. i think put those things into place um even as you're dating. Um, but then I think too, it's huge to get outside input, outside counsel, because I would say if, if that's something that he, that is part of his past. And like you said, if this was 10 years ago and it's something that's very much in his past, then I don't, I, I'm not, I shouldn't say, I don't see it as big of a deal. It is a big deal. I don't see it as, threatening of a thing as much mm-hmm. if you were seeing all these other patterns of growth and you can tell a lot by how he talks about it for sure a ton but especially if it's more recent does he have counsel in his life does he have an older man that he's talking to that he's you know in that mentor type relationship does he have accountability in his church and if so i think it would be good for both of you to sit down with both of your mentors, like all together and kind of talk through that. Um, I think if he doesn't want to talk about it or he doesn't want to tell you about it or he doesn't want to answer within reason, I mean, like I said, we're not getting into like specifics here, but if he doesn't want to answer your questions or he gets super defensive, that's a huge red flag to me. Yeah. Double red flag. Like mm-hmm. don't go into the ocean kind of a double red <laughs> yes. flag. And I'm, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, so from, I have never been cheated on, nor have I cheated on anybody, so I can't speak from personal experience. However, I have seen both sides of this, or heard of both sides of this, from people I'm really close to. Mm -hmm. So, I know someone who cheated, not on the person they ended up marrying, but cheated earlier in their dating past. And she's now been happily married for a very long time and is the most faithful wife ever. So I've seen like, okay, yes, you made that mistake. You recognize it. And it has had no effect on how your relationship is with your husband. And then I also know somebody who has been cheated on and I've watched the repercussions of that and how that has affected their future relationships because they have trust issues and they're nervous and they're, you know, skeptical about things. They probably don't, not that they don't need to, well, but yeah, they don't need to be, but that's, they're mm-hmm. so worried that history is going to repeat itself. And so this is such a 
tough thing to just give a blanket answer for because all the situations and circumstances are going to be so different. And again, that's why we tell y'all, you know, we're not the end all be all of your relationship and dating advice. We hope that y'all are talking to other people about this, people that are older than you and wiser than you and people who know your specific situation since we don't get that privilege. But I've seen God do redemptive work through that. And I've also seen the really unfortunate repercussions of it. So I don't want to minimize it in any sense because I know how devastating it can be. But I also know that it's not beyond God being able to bring good out of it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that because someone cheated that they're always going to be like friends. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, Ross and Rachel. Um, It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you're going to have a bad marriage if you marry them. It doesn't mean that every relationship for them from then on out is going to fail. So I just think you, you take all of that into consideration and you talk to people who know you, who know him, who can give you wise counsel and advice on how to move forward. And then you decide, do I want to proceed with caution, knowing this about him? Or is it something that's really causing me concern that I need to call the relationship off? Yeah. I think, yeah, like you were saying, proceeding with caution, I would say, regardless, don't make any hasty decisions. If if you need to end it and that's what's best, that's fine but I wouldn't make it a snap emotional decision. I think regardless, there should be that conversation. But I think if you are going to decide to proceed and continue with the relationship, it should be cautiously, which means slower. Um, Now you don't have to, again, it goes back to how long ago was it and that sort of thing. But like, you don't have to drag it on forever. But I think initially slow down, be cautious, be wise. And then... (sighs) Make sure that you're satisfied before you continue on. And I don't mean like, okay, you're going to have to prove yourself to me, boy. I'm just saying (laughs) like, if you're still uncomfortable and you're still like, okay, no, but there's the, you know, I still need these things settled in my head. Don't let him or anyone else push you to, oh no, don't worry about it. Oh no. You know, make sure that you are settled and you're satisfied and comfortable moving forward before you actually do. Exactly. I think that's the wisest way you can go about it because- What you don't want to happen is you have this big emotional reaction, you break up in a big, you know, dramatic fight, and then the next morning you wake up, you're like, oh, crap, what did I do? That was probably overreacting, and I didn't even get all the details or (laughs) whatever. So you want to make that informed decision, even if the result would be the same as the decision you would have made Mm -hmm. if you were making it from your emotions. At least you know, okay, I did my part in trying to figure out what happened here. So, but... We get this is a tricky one, y'all. It is. It's it's really tricky, and I think the best thing you can do is just to address it and to talk about it and not sweep it under the rug. No. And then if he's like Bethany said, he's the one trying to not talk about it, then that's an that's another issue. Yes, too. exactly. So, but we will leave you with that then. So thank you for whoever sent this question in. This is a great question. If you have a question you would like us to answer on a couch cast, we have a form in our Instagram bio called couch cast submissions or suggestions. One of the 
those long <laughs> S like words. Um, so if you follow us on Instagram at LFTM underscore podcast, you can go to the link in our bio and send us a question there. Or if you're a guy listening and you have a question that you would like us to answer from a girl's perspective about dating, we have a different form now. Finally <laughs> got my crap together on that. Um, for our backstage pass episodes. So we have where you can submit a question if you're a guy specifically and want our response to whatever you want to know. (laughs) And we do those episodes on the every other Friday from CouchCast. So you get one CouchCast a month and one Backstage Pass a month. So go do that. If you have any questions for us, we'd love to answer them. But until Wednesday with our next full-length episode, we'll leave you with that. And I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm -hmm.